Thank you for downloading episode 102 of the Shrimps Verdict podcast. All opinions expressed are those of the individual contributors and not necessarily those of either Morecambe Football Club or of Beyond Radio. Every kick, every game, every goal. Following Morecambe FC in League One. Full match commentary of Morecambe FC on Beyond Radio. This is Shrimps Live from Beyond Radio. Well, to this possession back, and here they come with Gavin Massey. He's going to get it out towards this right-hand side. Plenty of white shirts in the box. Cross comes in. It's a good header too from Matty Taylor. Eight yards out, and that is just over Connor Ripley's crossbar. Best chance of the game so far. That's the feet of Arthur Nahua, who's just going to get it back to Love and then try and play it into the feet of Weir, who does well. And then the shot comes in. Oh, it was a great effort too from Adam Mayer. And that had the Port Vale keeper clutching at thin air for a second. And it just whistles over the angle of post and bar. Decent shot, just over. Arthur just happy just to take a couple of touches and play it back into the feet of Crowley, who's advancing down this right-hand side. Love gets the ball across. It's going to be tapped in by Michael Mallon, is it? No, he didn't get the connection on it that he wanted. That was a presentable opportunity as well for the Shrimps. Really well worked down the right-hand side. Involving Arthur Nahua, got the ball back to Donald Love on the byline, squared it back in. Michael Mellon was in space, 10 yards out, and unfortunately he's fluffed his lines from the Shrimps. Got a shot in, but it wasn't anywhere near as powerful enough as he would have wanted to. I think if he'd have got anything decent on it, in terms of his connection, he probably scores there. Throwing taken down the line. And now Port Vale suddenly with Garrity inside the Morecambe penalty area. And that is the first time that Port Vale have really seen the whites of keeper Connor Ripley's eyes. And quick as a flash, Port Vale nearly had the opening goal of the evening themselves. It was Ben Garrity from close range. And that is a great start one-on-one by the Morecambe keeper Connor Ripley. Arthur Nahua into the feet of Crowley. Here comes Adam Mayer down this left-hand side. He's inside the box. Adam Mayer tries to drive it towards the near post and he scores! And there's the opening goal of the evening for the Shrimps. And it's Adam Mayer's fourth goal of the season. That was a lovely counter-attacking move through the middle of the park. Crowley into the feet of Adam Mayer. Drove in towards the edge of the box. Angle a bit tight. Went near post with his left foot. And it was too hot for Aidan Stone to handle. He smashes it into the back of the net in front of the Barter card. Fifty-first minute here at the Mazuma Stadium. It's Morecambe one, Port Vale nil. Adam Mayer and the Shrimps can see the free kick in a very, very dangerous position. It's right on the edge of the Morecambe penalty area. It's going to be Matty Taylor. In fact, he's going to go for a little chip, and it's cleared by the head of Farron Ross, and it's then volleyed towards goal by Tom Petten. Then at the, at the second time of asking, is it over the line? Well, Port Vale are adamant it is. It's in the safe arms of Connor Ripley either way, who just tipped wonderfully onto the bar from a Tom Pett right-footed volley from the edge of the box. Super safe from the Morecambe keeper. A real scramble inside the six-yard box after that. And the upshot is the ball has stayed out. Forrester out to Butterworth. Slide draw into the feet of Matty Taylor. Angle is tight, still got a great shot in, and that is a good turnaround. The post for a corner by Connor Ripley. Number 
So Adam Mayer, the sponsor's man of the match, and I can see exactly why he's being given that. Uh, for me, I would give it to... On any other day, I think Adam Mayer gets man of the match. But today, I think Donald Love is my man of the match. I think he's not put a foot wrong. Probably his best performance in a Morecambe shirt. Reaction to the action. This is the Shrimp's Verdict on Beyond Radio. Ripley throws the ball out. Referee Mr Joyce puts the whistle to his lips. And that is a vital victory for the Shrimps this evening here at the Mazuma Stadium. They have beaten Daryl Clark's Port Vale by a goal to nil. Courtesy of the left boot and a rocket it was too from Adam Mayer. His fourth goal of the season in front of the Barter card. Five minutes after the restart has settled the game here this evening. And that is a result that moves the Shrimps out of the League One relegation zone. We have played a couple more games than Accrington Stanley, but we don't care about that for now. The, the good news is the Shrimps are above that League One bottom four line as we head into that really keenly anticipated Lancashire derby against Fleetwood Town this coming Saturday afternoon. Not much in the first half, it has to be said. Chances at a premium uh, for both sides, really. Matty Taylor headed over the bar narrowly in front of the Barter card on 28 minutes. And Adam Mayer with a, a half volley from the edge of the area just over the angle in first half stoppage time was... Uh, the closest that either keeper got to getting their shirt dirty, to be perfectly honest. But Morecambe came out the traps really quickly after the restart. Uh, Mellon had a shot charged down. Garrity at the other end for Port Vale was cleaned through one-on-one. That was the closest that Vale came to scoring themselves. And not long after, that was repelled by Connor Ripley. The ball was played through the middle by Dan Crowley. And now on the edge of the Port Vale box was Adam Mayer. He didn't panic, chinked his way into the area. Angle was a bit tight, but it didn't matter because he smashed it in at the near post. Past Aidan Stone in the Port Vale net for his fourth goal of the season. Bale hit the bar as well on 68 minutes. A Tom Pet half volley uh, from the edge of the area. I think Connor Ripley got a, a fingertip on it as well, and then the scramble couldn't quite go over the line. They also had a goal disallowed for offside in the closing stages as well. But Morecambe kept their shape really well. They did what they had to do, and that is a vital three points here at home in the quest to stay in League One for a third consecutive season and you have to say on the balance of play thoroughly deserved as well Derek a fantastic 1-0 win for you this evening against Port Vale just your thoughts overall yeah it was a really tough game tonight you know both sides were going at it uh, early in the game and uh, it was man for man all over the pitch and uh, I thought that uh, it was a good advert for League One football um, I thought that uh, the way that both teams passed the ball competed, uh, created chances and uh, we eventually were able to get the breakthrough with Adam Mayer, it was a fantastic strike he, he's, got, he's capable of it You know, we've seen that since he's come into the team this season you know, for an 18 year old he's strong he's competitive but I was just delighted for the players tonight because they deserved that You know, they've been through a, a difficult time at, at stages uh, and not got the break and tonight we just you know, went at it and uh, got the win Talking of Adam May, he had an effort just before half-time, a tremendous effort. That wasn't far away, was it? And then he got on better in the second half. Yeah, I mean, he's got a magnificent left foot. And, uh, you know, tonight, Mel and Mayer and, uh, you know, stopped. And then we changed it because Cole got injured. So, uh, Ganoa came on. And they're always going to be a threat because they, you know, are very quick and powerful, uh, can score goals and uh, create chances. And I think tonight, 
you know, we had a lot of top performance. We had to because at Port Vale are quite rightly uh, in the middle of the table and uh, we've now cut the gap uh, between ourselves and a good number of teams. An excellent clean sheet for you as well. It was. It was tough, you know, because they threw everyone on at the end and uh, threw, you know, crosses into the box. They put on, you know, a number of strikers. Uh, they probably had four on at the end and I thought that the players stood up to it and that's the character you need. We've got a, a very, very young squad uh, at this football club and uh, they're coming of age now and they're learning the game and uh, it's probably not the best place to, to learn it in League One but uh, they're certainly doing that. The only downside was uh, Cole Stockton having to come off. How's he? Yeah, I mean, he felt his, his hamstring slightly, the same as the last time. Um, we'll assess it tomorrow and Thursday to see you know how he is for, for Saturday. But, uh, you know, that's a blow for you know him being out. You're out of the relegations, though, which is fantastic to see. Will that give you a real boost going into the Fleetwood game this weekend? Yeah, I mean, I think so. You know, Fleetwood have had a really good result tonight uh, against Cambridge and uh, we know what they're about and we have to rest and get ready for the game because it'll be a high tempo game it's going to be you know a sell out from us uh, and the away supporters and I'm sure there'll be a big crowd from Fleetwood as well they're on a good run Fleetwood aren't they as well so it should be a cracking game yeah I watched them against Sheffield Wednesday and uh, you know they should have been 4-0 up against Sheffield Wednesday uh, that night early in the game they're, they're very energetic and uh, they've done you know well this season finally say the, the fans really really stayed with you right to the end didn't they tonight yeah, I mean, it was a, a really good performance from us and, uh, you know, supporters have come out in their numbers tonight. Terrific travel and support from Port Vale and, uh, you know, they've gone home happy. A great three points. Yes. Michael Mellon leading the line. Derek, he did really well in, in, in a tough game. It was, you know, he's only 19. Uh, we've got Shaw. It, it's great to see and uh, I think that they're all here to, to, to learn uh, three of them on loan one of them here permanently uh, and Adam and it's just great for him to, to get the goal tonight and Michael perhaps could and, and maybe should have opened the scoring team yeah he was unlucky a, a ball you know across the 18 yard box and he just I think he thought he had scored before the ball you know it got to his, his foot but uh, you know Michael has you know worked ever so hard tonight and uh, you know I know Burnley were here to watch him and Cole I think do you know Ryan Delaney in the squad either what news on him yeah, Ryan was just left out tonight because um, we went with one centre half on the bench with a, a full back, two centre midfield players, uh, a white player, uh, and uh, I don't know if it was a striker or uh, a white player as well, and Arthur. And above that relegation line, as it stands, there's going to be lots of twists and turns to come, though. Would you rather have the points on the board or the games in hand? We would like the points on the board. I think that that's always the case. We've, we hit the, the 31 point mark tonight, and. Uh, you know, we've got 14 games to go now and uh, we've got to look to try and take, you know, as many wins from that as we possibly can and, and one was tonight. Enjoy the win, Gaffer, thank you. Thank you. Well, Adam, another man of the match performance from you and the only goal of the game and uh, a great three points. Yeah, well, I think I think we've deserved it and, you know, after our past few results, it's been, it's been tough for us, but we need to get under home run on, on now and keep picking up points. Vital that he got back to winning ways at home like you just said yeah I think it gets the fans up for it as well so it not only helps us out on the pitch with confidence but when you're the fans and they're all making noise it just you can feel them behind you and it keeps you going talk to us about the goal you had an effort at the end of the first half that wasn't too far away that was a flyer and then you just had a goal in the second half and it beat the keeper near post 
Yeah, well, I just seen, I seen I had, I had space in front of me, and I just thought, I know I've got the centre half for pace, so I take a touch up out wide onto my left, and I just hit it and just put everything into it. And the keeper couldn't, uh, I think he got it onto it, but he couldn't keep it out. I don't think he was ever going to stop that. You got some left foot there, haven't you? I haven't got a right though. <laughs> <laughs> but I know what. How important was that three points, and how was the dressing room after the game? Yeah, well, as soon as, soon as you walk into the uh, changing room, everyone's everyone's made up. The music's on, and but well, you can see at the at the end of the game, the fans are all loving it. The fans stay. Everyone's clapping. Everyone's made up, and it's just it's a good feeling. You scored the goal, fantastic. But you had a bit of defending to do as well because David Worrell's a decent player, and you had to mark him as well. Yeah, well, I think it's what well, in training every week. I'm I'm up against good players as well for us, so. You get used to having to defend different types of players, and I think I've just I've adapted well to the like first team football and different players I'm going to be coming up against. Talking of the way you've adapted, start of the season in the academy, now in the first team and the first team regular. It's been some season for you, hasn't it? Yeah, well, I'm just I'm just happy. I just each game I just take it as it comes, and I just want to keep pushing on, make sure that the team keep picking points up. Talking of picking points up, Fleetwood away Saturday, a great local derby. Are you looking forward to that one? Yeah, well, it's, it's going to be my my first game against Fleetwood because obviously I went I went in with the um, the first team yeah when we played them first, and I've seen there's going to be there's going to be quite a few fans, so it should be a good one. How good has it been to be surrounded by players like Liam Gibson that will show you the ropes all the way through? Yeah, it's it's good. It gives you it gives you a lot of confidence because although you just might not hear it, but he's talking me through the game from behind, telling me where the players behind me are, and like to shuffle left and right, just like block little passes off. So he he helps me out a lot. By doing that, you're learning the game all the time. Yeah, yeah. It's it helps me out in my positions and where I'm doing that. I should just pick her up and then it should be become a habit to get in the right positions. Well, Adam, two more matches in a row. Let's hope for a third on Saturday. Well done. It's the Shrimps Verdict podcast, part of Shrimps Live on Beyond Radio. Hello from Dave Salmon. Thanks as ever for downloading this episode. Really appreciate it. They are always available, of course, after every single game on Apple, Google and Spotify. You can search the Shrimps Verdict and you should be able to find it. Also, you can ask your smart speaker to play the Shrimps Verdict podcast. And of course, you can head over to our website, click on the podcast section and download all the back catalogue episodes at your leisure at Beyond Radio. .co.uk. So onwards we go then to a very important game on Saturday and one which I think many Morecambe fans have been looking forward to for a very long time. Well over a thousand Shrimp supporters are heading down to Highbury for the Lancashire Derby on Saturday against Fleetwood Town. High drama of course last season. We all know what happened. I wonder what's going to be occurring on the field this time round. Either way it's going to be a vital game in our battle to stay outside of the bottom four come the end of the season. And ahead of the contest, I've been speaking to Ben Knappman at Nappers, uh, probably uh, Fleetwood Town's most recognisable fan. Uh, Cod's vlogs, of course. And uh, Ben's not been ever so well at the moment. He's had a spell in hospital recently because uh, he had a, a bit of a poorly leg, which we'll find out all about in uh, just a few moments' time. But uh, Nappers, the ideal man 
to get the full lowdown on Scott Brown's men ahead of our trip to Highbury on Saturday. And a reminder, of course, if you're not heading down to the game, full match commentary on Beyond Radio will be on FM and DAB Plus from 2.45. And also, of course, via I Follow Shrimps. Napper's always great to, to chat. Before we get going about matters on the field, though, uh, you've not been ever so good, have you, for the past few weeks? Uh, what the heck happened? Oh, infection rates, intensive care, spreading around my body, you know, not being able to move out of bed. It's been a it's been a tough month, but you know, we're starting to get, you know, up and about and you know, on my crutches and hopefully within the next four to six weeks I'll be back on my feet and, you know, back back supporting the cards. You must be uh, uh, delighted, though, uh, despite, I mean, you've been through hell in the last month. Let's make no mistake about that. But you must be delighted about all of the the good wishes that you received, not just from Fleetwood fans, but from general members of the footballing community. That must have made you feel a little bit better, at least. It was very heartwarming. It meant a lot, you know, to see messages from, you know, everyone from clubs like Ipswich and Morecambe and, you you know, Portsmouth, you know, a range of different football clubs. So, you know, it meant a lot, and obviously at a time where I felt down, it it, it gave me a little bit of a pick-up. And I, I suppose when you're so active as you are, not just with your vlogs, and but with going home and away to Fleetwood and your running and your fitness stuff and everything you do, it it, it must have been really difficult to not be able to, to, to really do any of that. Yeah, it, 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 it was in a way, obviously, that I, I think it's going to be a while for my running, but, you know, if I can get back walking in the next couple of weeks, it's... Just small steps at the moment, day by day, hopefully keep improving. And, um, you know, I will get there, you know, and I, I know that now. But at the start, you kind of think you're never going to make a recovery because you feel so awful. And uh, and when your football team are losing at the time, it doesn't help either. Well, it's great that you're starting to, to get to back uh, slightly onto your feet, Ben, anyway. So uh, we, we're, we're really happy about that. Let's talk about uh, matters on the field then. And, uh, well, I, I it's been a bit of a topsy-turvy general season for Fleetwood. How do you feel overall that the season's gone so far? Up and down. It's been hard to watch at times, but, you know, the results have been there, which has been the main thing. Uh, We've gone into a lot of games not to lose, where we've gone, you know, where I think we should go to win. These next week for Fleetwood is huge because we play Cambridge and Morecambe both at home and it's a possibility of getting four points and, you think, you know, then Fleet would be on 40 points, which we got last year. I mean, you probably only need another seven or eight from your remaining fixtures. So it's a huge week for Fleetwood. And, um, you know, it's been an OK season so far. It's been very much up and down where we've gone spells without a win. But then we've gone four or five unbeaten as well. How has Scott Brown settled in? I think he's, uh, from an outsider's point of view, it seems as if he's fitted in pretty well. Yeah, he's done okay. Obviously, getting us to the FA Cup has been brilliant. I think he's still got a lot to learn tactically. Um, But in the first year, you're going to learn, you're going to make mistakes and you're only going to learn from making mistakes. So, you know, Scott Brown, yes, he's got a lot to learn, but he's done a lot well in the first year as well. So he deserves praise and to keep Fleetwood up, that's job done. If he gets us into the top 12, then he's done an outstanding job, in my view. I don't think we'll get that, but... If we can go and get as many points as we can, finish as high up as the table as we can, I think it reflects a good season for Fleetwood. And obviously next year is his testing year because we need to improve from this. We can't stay the same. We can't go backwards. You've had that little mini run, haven't you? That brilliant victory 
against Sheffield Wednesday in the Cup and then two wins and, and a brilliant draw away at Plymouth on Saturday just gone. You've now got a seven-point cushion uh, to the bottom four. You're rapidly approaching last season's point target already, as you alluded to there. So you should be absolutely fine. Now, you're not going to get sucked in, are you? Surely not. Uh, you say that. It's sleep, <laughs> isn't it? It's football, so you never know what's going to happen. But, no, I, you know, obviously a good run always brings you. It wasn't too long ago since we were... I think uh, two weeks at one stage, you were one point off the bottom four. So a bad run and all of a sudden you're back in it. You know, you saw Morecambe, what did they do? Win four in a row and got a draw. So you got 13 out of 15 points, something like that. Um, where they, you know, that got them out of the bottom four for a little bit. You know, Accrington won the other day, that got them out of the bottom four. And, you know, all of a sudden teams can put a little mini run together and all of a sudden you've got so many points. And, um, yeah, I don't think we will get sucked in. I think we'll be more than fine. Um, but I, as soon as you get to 50 points 50 points is my main aim and as soon as you get there I, I can breathe a little bit easier and we've had some uh, some interesting battles haven't we in the last uh, season or two a couple of really boring games as I remember the nil-nil last season at the Mazuma mm. in, in the fog that wasn't much of a contest uh, a bit of a stalemate earlier in this campaign as well but uh, I hate to bring it up Ben but I'm afraid I'm going to have to the yeah, uh, the reverse fixture at Highbury uh, last season and uh, well what a game what an ending to the game that turned out to be yeah it kept walking up didn't it um, in the end if you think about it with the goal swing and kept you above us uh, in the table. And, you know, on the day, you know, you, you, you deserve your three points. And, you know, Stockton is a man that can pull a bit of magic out of the heart. And, you know, obviously he's not had the greatest of seasons this year, but he's he's got better as games have gone on. And um, he's a confidence player. And if he, he can go on a run of scoring two or three in a row, you know, he's capable of things like that, as we saw. So, you know, it was a great goal. It hurt at the time. And probably... The main reason why Simon Grayson got sacked, obviously we lost three days later, but that was a big sucker blow. Losing to a local rival, a rival that's going to be with you in the bottom four, bottom six, and losing the last minute like that was you know, devastating. I just remember, uh, was it your dad who was standing next to you when you were filming it from behind the yeah. goal? And uh, I won't repeat the, uh, the the slightly naughty language that he was coming out with, but it, it yes. will be a clip that will forever be ingrained in my memory. It was absolutely, well, for the wrong reasons for your point of view, I suppose, but it was still absolutely brilliant. Yeah, it's just reactions from a football fan, <laughs> yeah. isn't it, really? And, you know, you, you, you get them now and again. And, you know, obviously, Morgan fans will be probably thinking, why shooting from there? I expect that it. It's absolutely glorious, and you know it, it gave Morecambe a bit a massive boost. They didn't win away too many times last year, but the away wins they got were massive. I remember them beating Crew. They got a great win away at Charlton at the end of the year. They beat Fleetwood, so they beat the sides when they needed to and got some big results. And that obviously get Morecambe in in the division. And we've got lots of work to do uh, to stay in the division uh, this time round as well. Two very different teams, uh, even from the, the sides that, that met each other earlier in the campaign. Uh, what can you tell us then, Ben, about uh, a current Scott Brown Fleetwood Town? You've strengthened in the transfer window, of course, with a couple of very high-profile names, it has to be said, certainly up top. So uh, what do we need to know? Obviously, Jane Stock has come in and you've got Marriott that's come in, so... You know, you've got players that you can play the ball into and you've got players that you, know, you can reach and, you know, give the ball to and they can give you a little bit of time. You've obviously got Scott Robertson, who did come off at the weekend injured. You know, Corey um, Nabado's come in and, you know, he's done 
you know, done okay. He's been out of position a little bit. So, you know, Fleetwood are looking solid. Um, the, the additions in January have certainly helped. We had a big clear out of players that probably needed to be moved on as well. So we did really well in that department. But, you know, good window overall for us. I suppose it helps when you can actually get the checkbook out, doesn't it? And and and, and that's what Andy Pilly has done season after season to, to lesser or greater extents. But uh, you, you have signed players for cold, hard cash. And, and when you're in the bottom eight, nine clubs, then that can make a big difference. It, it can. Obviously, it has to be said that Fleetwood did sell a number of players for, you know, a quarter of a million pounds, 100 grand, etc. rumoured figures. Um, so I, I do believe whatever we, we we did sell was reinvested into the football club and we're very lucky to have that. Obviously, some football clubs wouldn't reinvest. He'd have it to try and be a little bit more self-sustainable. But no, Pilly's a good owner. He always backs the managers quite well. And um, it was good to see players come through the door, although it's sad to see some players leave the football club. And one player in your squad, which, uh, well, we, we, we're still around to building the statue of Carlos Mendes Gomez, really. Um, how has he been on loan for you this season? I know he's been in and out the side a bit and he's had a, an injury or two as well. But overall, what's his impact been? He's been very good. He's quick. He's direct. He likes running with the ball. He's good defensively as well. And, you know, he can score you a goal. So I've really liked him. You know, he's a player that, you know, I've liked for a number of years. I liked him at Morecambe. Uh, I thought the step up to the championship at the time was a big one. I think he probably should have either stayed with Morecambe or gone to a bigger League One football club. Um, but now he's had the chance with Fleetwood, and you know he, you know, I think he's been very, very positive. And without him, I think we do lack a goal threat at times. So you've got plenty in the uh, in the final third. Uh, what about at the back, Ben? Is there anywhere uh, where you've got any kind of weaknesses, and where can we where can we hurt you on Saturday? I think, obviously, down the left-hand side, Sean Mooney is excellent going forward, but that can leave gaps and can leave crosses into the box. And, you know, that's where Peterborough got a lot of joy and Plymouth were trying to get down that side as well. You know, Rooney is a decent, you know, not bad defensively, but he's so good going forward. Sometimes that can leave spaces. With us being at home, I'd expect us to go for it. So, you know, maybe on that left-hand side, you can get a little bit of joy. Looking forward to that battle. Hopefully Adam Mayer is going to be uh, up against him on that flank and uh, that might certainly uh, be one to watch. Uh, let's look at League One a little bit more generally then, Nappers, if, if we may very briefly. Um, let's look at the top of the table first. I don't know about you, but I know obviously Philippe would have been in League One a, a lot longer than we have, but uh, it seems every passing year the, see, the teams get stronger and bigger and the fact there's only two automatic promotion spots this season and you've got Plymouth and Sheffield Wednesday and Derby and Ipswich and Bolton and other clubs knocking on the door as well. Blimey, it's going to be a bun fight at the top, isn't it? Absolutely. And that's what's so good about it. You've got Sheffield Wednesday, who are 19 unbeaten, but they're only two points clear of second. You've obviously got Ipswich, who've been out of form, but they're still in the race. You've got Bolton and Wickham, who for me are two excellent sides. You know, Wickham have done really well, especially at home recently, you know, beating some big football clubs, Ipswich, Portsmouth. Uh, you know, they beat Bolton recently as well. There's, you know, numerous other clubs that they've beaten. You know, they beat Derby at home as well. So, you know, they're very strong. And, you, um, you know, I do think it's a seven or eight horse race now. I think we're tightening on that grip of the playoffs. But it's still a very, very entertaining league. And, you know, I, I couldn't call the playoffs. I couldn't call... 
Um, who's going to win the league? I do think Wednesday will win the league, but you, you couldn't say for absolute definite because there's so much quality in every side and it's so hard to go to these sides and get a result. Fleet would have to go the other day and make the game absolutely boring. You know, that's a time waste. Had to try every trick in the book to stop Plymouth. And luckily we didn't came away with a point. And I think that's uh, that, that's the, the bottom line, isn't it? When you're playing the bigger teams, you've got to do whatever you've got to do to try and get uh, get, get that result. It's certainly going to be uh, super exciting at the top. What about the bottom end of the table then, uh, Nappers? It's, it, it is, again, that seven, eight team uh, mini league, if you will. Uh, where's your money going? I do think Morecambe will stay up. I think you've got enough. You know, I know Derek Adams is questioning on his, you know, slightly more defensive approach, but I think that his experience, I think the squad's much better now. Um, you've obviously got a lot of good players. Crowley is in midfield, who I think has been absolutely outstanding since coming in. Stockley's improving. Um, obviously losing, was it Phillips up front as well, has been a bit of a blow. Um, but, you know, you've got a good enough side. I do think Accrington will go down. At this moment in time, I just think away from home, they're the, they're the worst side I've seen um, this year. Um, Forest Green will go down for me. There's there's no doubt about that at this moment in time. I think Cambridge will probably go down as well. And MK Dons as well. I just think that the more I see them, the more I think that they're going to go down. Obviously, Burton have had a great run recently as well. I think it's something like 33 points in, in 23 games under Dino. And, you know, if, if you can go and average that points per game till the end of the year, you'll be more than just fine. You're going to be about 10th, I reckon, on, on if you get about that point, points per game. So Dino's done great. They look terrible when we beat them 5-0 just at the at the turn of the year. I think on with you, Ben. I think that that's that's looking the way it is. I mean, MK Don's back-to-back 5-0 defeats. That doesn't that doesn't bode well for them at all. But one thing's for sure, there's going to be plenty of twists and turns. And that is the one reason why we love League One football so much, isn't it? it yeah, it's crazy. And any result can happen. You, you can have... Port Vale going to Derby away and winning. You know, you can have these, you know, big results and big shocks, but obviously you can have these bottom sides getting absolutely tongue one week. So um, you've got to be at it every week. Morecambe obviously had a great few weeks, but then obviously you come away, you go to Wednesday and you're 1-0 down after a minute and all of a sudden reality kicks in. Yeah, it's the same as Ipswich. It was Sheffield Wednesday and it was then a long old night, let me tell you that. But we've got all the big guns, well, pretty much all the big guns out of the way. We've still got to go away to Barnsley in a few weeks' time. So that, that's probably the uh, the, the biggest game. Then Bolton coming to the Mazuma in a couple of weeks. So uh, we've, got, we've got fixtures up and down the, the, the league, I think. So you're going to be absolutely fine. Morecambe are going to stay up as well. So uh, how's it going to be on Saturday? I think it'll be a draw. Tightly contested draw and... I think if you ask Morecambe, would you take a draw? He probably would, but you've got to start picking threes up rather than the ones. But it's an opportunity for Morecambe to win this game. I think that they'll probably see this as a, a winnable fixture. I think it's definitely on our radar. I think we probably need... I mean, it's a time of year, isn't it, when you think about... And I'll have to ask you about this. How many points do you think is going to stay up this season? It was 40 last season, of course. I've been it was thinking, four to seven the season before. Yeah, I think it's going to be around that this time around, perhaps. I think it'll be 47, 48 maybe needed. Um, it might not be. It might be 45, 46. But uh, I think if you get to 50, then you're more than safe and you'll be absolutely OK. Plymouth weren't a couple of years ago, but I think if you get to 50 this year, you can't have any complaints. 
if you go down, then you you know you're very unlucky. But um, if you get to 47, 48, which I think are you on 28 at the moment? Yeah. Um, something like that. Probably need another 20 points, which is tough going. Five or six wins and a couple of draws from 15 games. That, that, that is quite a tall order. We can definitely do it, though. Uh, ben, thanks very much indeed, as ever. Really always appreciate no I could talk to you about League One football all day, but uh, I won't because I'll let, let you do that in your fantastic CODs vlogs and lots of content coming after a bit of a, a enforced hiatus, of course. Everybody knows, but tell us again anyway. Where can we find your stuff? CODs vlogs do a lot of League One stuff. Obviously, cover more of them as well. Do Fleetwood vlogs if you want to come over and check it out. Be much appreciated. And subscribe to your uh, YouTube channel, follow you on Twitter, FTFC Nappers, and uh, uh, lots of content. And, uh, well, national recognition as well, Nappers. I saw you with your suit on a few months ago. A, a, a good night out then. Absolutely. Obviously, always nice to get to the, the final of the Football Blogging Awards. Unfortunate not to win, but the three that got into the top three are, are very good at what they do and represent their football clubs in in a good way as well so no hard feelings towards that and uh, just nice to socialise with other content creators as well Then all the best on your continued recovery uh, when can you get back to, to, to Highbury are you are, are you managing to get on crutches yet or are you going to be on iFollow for a little while I'm on crutches but I'm on iFollow as well I want to leave it a little bit until I'm a bit stronger but I'm hoping a full return by the start of April if I keep going well so hopefully that we're back to home and away games by then. Fingers crossed. Nappers, thank you so much. Really appreciate your time as ever. And we'll catch up in person, I'm sure, no doubt, in the near future. And uh, uh, good luck for the rest of the season after Saturday, of course. Cheers, mate. You too. Every kick, every game, every goal. Following Morecambe FC in League One. Full match commentary of Morecambe FC on Beyond Radio. This is Shrimps Live from Beyond Radio.